Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Truth Talk. I'm so excited to be here today. Um, today, I just want to share some really, really good uh, praise reports about some things that have happened recently in my own personal life to try to encourage so many people who have very similar stories to mine and may have lost some hope on um, some things that maybe they've had to lose in the process. I know that um, for me, you get to a point in your life where it's even painful to pray to the Lord and ask Him for things like reconciliation um, and healing in relationships that get broken because, um, you know, when you pray about it, you think about it. And for most of us, we don't want to think about it. So um, it's this journey that the Lord has had me on um, has been pretty uh, intense in emotions. So I'm just going to tell you today, <clears throat> if I get emotional, you have to just bear with me. Um, this, this journey for me, you know, of course, I've 40 years into having been sexually abused by my father. Um, but it was 12 years ago. In fact, we just passed the 12 year mark at the end of last month that I finally told my dad that I needed to, you know, have some time apart from him and needed to be able to um, just really focus on my relationship with the Lord. And of course, that was the best decision that I ever made. At the time, I did not have any idea that it would be 12 years later and we still would not be reconciled. That was um, never anything that the Lord revealed to me. And obviously, I know why, because I probably would not have been near as willing to let him go at that point. Um, the first several months were horrible and uh, excruciating, and I thought about them all the time. And um, then the more that I saw that I was really drawn more to find that father relationship with the Lord, and the more fulfilled that I became in my relationship with Him, the less that it bothered me that I didn't have that relationship with my earthly father. Not to say that I don't miss him and don't love him because I do. It's very, very painful um, in many different situations and circumstances, but it's not like it was at the beginning. And um, I prayed for a long time that the Lord would bring us back together. And I lost several siblings, cousins, aunts and uncles, you know, pretty much everyone on his side of the family. And it just got to a point where the more I prayed about it, the more painful it was just to even think about it. And I had a pastor at one point that said, because I, I felt like I was supposed to pray about it. And he said, Wendy, he said, that's when the body comes together and lifts that up for you. It's not that nobody's praying about it, or if I don't pray about it, nothing happens. It's that the body of Christ, you know, we bear one another's burdens. And so I know that I have had people praying about things, you know, this whole time. And, um, and so I just want to report that in the last several months, um, two of my long lost siblings, 
um, have reached out and um, we have started talking and um, they are now grown up and they have their own families. So I've been able to meet um, in-laws that I didn't know I had and nieces and nephews I didn't know I had. And it is truly um, amazing when When I think about the, the times that were so hard and were so um, painful for me, especially concerning the safety of my siblings and not knowing if they were okay um, or had experienced anything like I had gone through, it was so hard not to know and not to talk to them about it. Um, but that's really where I learned to trust the Lord and, um, and know that he loves them more than I do. And he had a plan for them as well. So, um, thankfully recently I have, discovered that nothing like that happened and um, that those siblings are absolutely wonderful and we are now back in relationship and um, I'm so thankful because there's nothing I could do or even like I said pray about because of how much emotion and pain it brought to me but what I love about God is that, and Jesus, because he sits to the right hand of the Father, and he prays for us, and he knows what we need more than we do. And so I'm so thankful that while I've just been sitting and waiting and working on my relationship with the Lord, that God was working out the other things and he knew those relationships were important to me. And so he has slowly started to bring those back. So, um, I know that there are people right now that are either contemplating, you know, what would happen if I said something, what would happen if I, told somebody what this person did to me because this person might be um, the leader of the family or a really important family friend or whoever it is and they're afraid of um, what I was always told you know don't rock the boat and um, what I learned was the boat was sinking the boat was already sinking and the perpetrators that get away with what they do to us is what gives the power to them is the silence. And that's where the enemy wants to keep us because of fear of losing out on relationships, fear of, you know, being ostracized by our family, what, whatever he can use that he knows will push a button. That's what he is going to use. And so I just want to encourage you that 
God knows what you're going to have to give up. But God is also a God of restoration. And I know that in the place that I am today versus where I was 12 years ago, that my relationship with the Lord is so much better. And the way that I will be able to handle these new relationships is so different. I used to walk on eggshells with my family because I was so afraid of losing them. And now, after having lost them, it is it is not a fear anymore. Of course, I don't want to lose any of my family members, but I know that if there is no one else, that God has me and that I am complete in Him. He is all I need. And so that for me is so... It's just, it's a, it's a reassurance that you can't read that in a book and come out with that knowledge and understanding. It's something you have to go through. And I just want to encourage anybody who is on the fence about maybe, you know, coming forward or talking about it, um, the prison we build for ourselves before we learn to open the door, walk out, and get our freedom, which is only found in Christ. And it is only found in bringing that secret to the surface so that it can be healed. There's nothing that's going to be healed while it's kept in the ground and it's swept under the rug. That's not, that is not how we get healing. But there's so much fear that is being perpetrated and that the enemy is trying to keep us quiet. And you can see that in the world today. There's so many people right now that don't want to go along with, you know, the narrative of what is happening, but out of fear of being canceled, fear of what would somebody else think. They just go along to get along. And guys, we are past that. We, as Christians, we have got to be bold. We have got to stand up and we have got to put on the armor of God and fight this battle. And sometimes that is, you know, going full force forward. And other times it is just being still and praying and trusting the Lord. But never, ever is it to live in fear. That is never the answer. And it is never the answer to let the enemy control what you do. Because God promises us that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And I want to I wanna just share a verse with you that just like really hit me. Um, because so many of us, in everything, you know, whether it's these relationships, whether it's in our job, whether it's in parenting, you know, being a mom, whether it's in, you know, our friendships, no matter what it is, we so try to do that ourselves and we so try to, um, you know, just be perfect at everything. We're very much um, performers and perfectionists by nature of what happened to us. But there is a verse, you know, Jude is a very short book of the Bible. So there's only one chapter. But the way that that book ends in verses 24 and 25, it says, Now to him 
who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to God our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Guys, listen, to him who is able to keep you from stumbling. That doesn't say to those who are able to keep from stumbling. We are going to stumble all the time. If you got up out of bed this morning, you're going to fail before the day is over. It's called being human. It is, it is, there's no avoiding it. We are going to mess up. We are going to sin. Sin, the word sin just means missing the mark, okay? None of us hit the mark every time we try. It is, it's an impossibility because none of us are perfect, okay? And then it says, the same him who is able to keep you from stumbling, he also presents us blameless, okay? So blameless is perfect before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. So the whole point here is to remind us that there's nothing we can do. It's not in our own power. It's in the power of the Holy Spirit. And it is only through him that we are able to not stumble and to be blameless. And I am just so reminded of that in the world we live in today. It seems as though we are being bombarded with all these new rules, you know, our new normal. And, you know, there is nothing that we're going to do or not do that's going to change one day of our lives. The Lord, before we were created, He knew our birth date and He knew our death date. And there's nothing we're going to do to change that. Just like there's nothing that I'm going to do to have my family members reconcile with me. I can't control that. That's something that God has been working behind the scenes doing things I didn't even know he was doing. That's in every area of our lives. God, I, I heard the saying one time, if we see God doing something, just know he's doing a million things. Some things he reveals to us that make, you know, it's like obvious that, wow, God is really, really moving here. or God's really working here. or You can see God's hand in something. Um, people who don't know God call those things coincidences. <laughs> That's just not what it is. But there are millions times more that we don't see what he's doing. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And that is the only thing we can rest in today. You cannot turn on the news. You cannot you know, even check your email and not be discouraged over something else that we found out today. You know, Jen Saki said something this week. I haven't even clicked on it because I don't really even want to know what she said. But, you know, clearly separating the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. You know, they are they are moving us into our camps, right? And they're separating us just like they've tried to do in the past. And the thing I love about God is God adopted all of us. 
He is about including those who want to believe in him. He's not going to include people that reject him and reject his son. That's not part of the deal. He is, the invitation is for all, but it is a gift that must be received. And unfortunately, so many people don't want the gift. And I do not understand that. I, I just, I cannot understand why somebody would reject the one person who has literally died for them that gave up everything to come to the earth and to be brutally murdered. And this was a perfect, perfect man. Jesus, even by historical records, was a great man that people were drawn to. I mean, he had no sin. That's even atheists can read about that. But this man was also 100% God. He gave up everything he had in heaven so that he could come to the earth and die for us to give us a way to be with him forever. I don't understand why somebody would not want to receive a gift like that that cost them nothing but receiving it. It is just beyond understanding for me. And I am urging you today, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, to please reach out to us. Find another believer that you can talk to. Just ask them questions. Most believers want to share our Savior with people. And I say it all the time. I will say it again in closing. You know, when somebody saves you from dangling over the pit of hell, it is very difficult not to talk about him. And if you were in a burning building, okay, we are about to have the September 11th, um, 20 year anniversary. And if that's something that, you know, you were in those towers before they collapsed and someone rescued you, I'm pretty sure everybody in your world is aware of that person's name. And that is nothing compared to what Jesus did for the world. And I just want to urge you today, you have got to learn about him and you will want a relationship with him because there is nothing else right now that can be depended on, that can be trusted, that we can put our hope in other than God the Father, his son Jesus, the Holy Spirit in the Bible that he left us. This is the only thing you can trust. That article you read today may be kind of true, but I promise there's something in it. There is an untruth somewhere. There is a bias in everything we read, everything we hear. The Word of God is, is never changing. It is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it is all we can afford to put our hope and trust in. So I just pray that today 
you know, before the sun goes down, that you will find someone or reach out to us to find out more about this Jesus who loves you so much that he gave his life for you. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. We invite you to come back next week for the last episode of this season of Truth Talk with Wendy.